It's time for Twig. This week in Google, we're just off Samsung's Note 10 announcement. Actually, Samsung announced a few things. We'll break it all down for you. Talk about Elizabeth Warren's plan for rural broadband and Google's little trick. It's pulling on the European Commission. It's all coming up next. Plus a surprise appearance from Aunt Aunt Pruitt. It's all coming up next on Twig. Netcasts you love. From people you trust. This is Twit. This is Twig, This Week in Google, episode 520, recorded Wednesday, August 7th, 2019. Call me when it comes in shimmer. This Week in Google is brought to you by Epson's EcoTank Printers. Kiss expensive cartridges goodbye. Add an Epson EcoTank printer to your home or office. Epson's EcoTank comes with a ridiculous amount of ink. Just fill and chill. Check out Epson.com slash EcoTankLeo to learn more. It's time for Twig This Week in Google, the show where we cover the latest in the Googleverse. That includes Facebook, Twitter, journalism, chips, what IoT, whatever whatever our expert panel wants to talk about. Starting with Stacy Higginbotham of Stacy on IoT. Hello, y'all. Hello, Stacy. How are you? Yay. Yay. Stacy's uh, already broken in because we just covered the Samsung event. And we will talk about that in just a little bit, the new Note 10. I don't know if I care for the idea of being broken in. <laughs> <laughs> like a good like, shoe. I guess we're Stacey, still on like shoes. Fun, <laughs> That's Jeff Jarvis. He is uh, on the road again. He's in Palo Alto, buzzmachine.com. The hardest working man in uh, journalism school, J school. Full full disclosure is I'm here for tomorrow, a one-day thing on the Facebook um, oversight board. Oh. Uh, they're, paying, they're paying for the hotel, um, uh, but I don't receive nothing else from Facebook personally in any way or any platform. This is part of that journalism matter, uh, initiative that they're doing. Well, this is no. This is the more. This is the oversight board about how they do content moderation. Oh, no, I did. You're I'm on that a board. More interest. No, no, I'm not on the board. But they they have these meetings where they're trying to get uh, input. They did a big oh. report about it, and uh, it's more. I'm getting more and more involved, whether I like it or not, in in policy. So oh. that's why I'm here. That's my disclosure. But we have another important guest. Our newest twit, Aunt Pruitt, is in the house. Yeah, we love Aunt. Uh, Tech Republic writer. Uh, he's got his own YouTube channel, and uh, he's been on many of our shows, including this show, many times the last few years. And somehow, I don't know how, Lisa convinced Aunt and the family to move out from North Carolina. They're going to be coming to Petaluma and oh, yeah. being part of the Twit family. I'm so thrilled. That's so great. Isn't that great? So excited. Be here at the end of the month. Aunt was sitting over there studying. I guess he's getting ready to take over. And... Uh, <laughs> And I said, well, come on on to the show. Get on this show. Why does, as long as you're here, let's do it. But full disclosure, you you weren't, you didn't know and you weren't prepared. And yeah. I'm you're going to do this off the cuff with us. Running through neither this are we, down so. as quick yeah. as I can. Not, neither that are we. Fail. That's the truth. <laughs> so uh, Jeff and Stacy were both here. Actually, you were here too, watching the uh, Samsung Unpacked 2019 event where they announced a actually surprisingly large number of products. We knew they were going to announce a note. 10 and the note 10 plus and uh, and and there really were no surprises there uh uh it's a pretty nice looking phablet if you can still use that phrase <laughs> uh, phones was the phone even the story 
Um, it Seems was like the other stuff was. It was a little bit. It, I mean, that was the ostensible part for the event, the 6.3 inch, 6.8 inch note with a stylus. What do you think the story was, Ant? Uh, I like the idea of the tablets, you know, because it seems like we already knew what the phone was going to be about. There was no surprises there. That's true. That had all been leaked. The S6 had actually been announced, but they were gave us more details on that. Really, the big surprise was to see Microsoft CEO Sachin Nadella stride on stage, even <laughs> after there was already a Microsoft VP demonstrating uh, there's an app called Your Phone and Windows that lets you pair a Samsung or other Android phone with your Windows machine so you can see the Samsung screen, get texts, make phone calls. Uh, there's going to be, I guess, a tighter integration. They'll also be part of the Samsung DeX. That's their desktop environment where you dock your phone or connect it with a USB-C cable to uh, a monitor, a keyboard and mouse, and suddenly you've got a PC. It, it'll also work with Windows PCs now so that you'll, in effect... You were confused by that, Stacy, and I don't blame you. It looked like you had a Samsung on top of your... Windows, kind of. Yeah, I just, I still, I mean, I get the utility of having, bringing things from my phone to my computer very easily, because, like, you're like, oh, I'm working on an email, and then you're like, oh, I got to take this out. But I was really, other that's than kind that, of, I, That's kind of what <laughs> Apple does, which is continuity, which is the idea that you can be working on a phone, and then it will automatically just do a handoff to the Mac, or vice versa. Uh, by the way, they did say PC or Mac, Scooter X, our chat mod is saying, so it wasn't that they're excluding the Macintosh. It wasn't that Microsoft has some special relationship. Um, and, and frankly, uh, I would guess it goes both ways. That Microsoft isn't going to say, well, we're only going to work with Samsung. Microsoft's current strategy is to work everywhere their users are, Mac, PC, Android, whatever. For iOS. this DeX to continue to be a feature, I'd like to know what are the numbers on uses. <laughs> That's option. You know, who, who's, who's using that? Because they went for the little, from the dock... To now, just a regular dongle. Yeah. Right? yeah although you've been well, it able, it looked like just a cord. Was it just a USB cord? Yeah. So that's what's unclear. Um, you can buy for well, this is a little pricey. Samsung makes a Dex USB C cable, but um, I was able to buy it. Let me see if I can find it here. A cheap, like yeah, here's a twenty five dollar Dex adapter that comes with. What you really need... Extra which you, ports. Yeah, well, it's not extra in a sense because, remember, you're connecting a keyboard, mouse, and monitor to it. But, yeah, I guess there's one extra. There's a type one C. One extra. Type C. That's 45 bucks. I paid... Uh, or, I'm sorry, 25 bucks. I paid, I think, $15 for one. They all work about the same. You don't need to buy Samsung's expensive Dex Puck uh, to do this. Actually, this looks like a really good one. I might order... Another one of these. <laughs> Step away you can from never have, you can't have enough. <laughs> since, I, since I never use it. Um, oh, yeah, that's what the USB-C for. You're absolutely right. That's yeah, I'm power. using that right now. I'm using a J5 Create. Oh, yeah. On what? On your... Right now. So that way I can put the headset in and I'm using uh, ah. Ethernet and it's powered. Ooh, so sophisticated. I'm using my Dell external monitor with USB-C. <laughs> which has been my new favorite. I'm using my Surface oh. Studio for the very last time. Mm. No, what? Uh, I'm giving what? it to Ant. My, my precious. <laughs> oh. It's going to be his desktop at work. And then I have ordered a, a new Lenovo. It's kind of equivalent, but more modern, more up-to-date, and about a 1000 bucks less than the, uh, the mm. Surface. Mm. And it has a pen, just like, you know, everybody's got a pen now. That was actually one of the things I was curious about with the Note. I have the Samsung Galaxy S10. Love it. It's a nice phone. Does everything I want. Is an 855 Snapdragon in here. 
I thought, what am I going to need the Note 10 for? But they kind of won me over with the pen because a pen looks like you can make gestures, you can you can write, and it will convert your text to your handwriting to text, which is not new, but it's looking yeah, like Tulsi's my handwriting. There, yeah, exactly. There's a lot of people that really dig that stylus. You know, you and I, we talked about Mrs. Pruitt and her affinity for the Note until she got a hold of Vanilla Android. She, that was an interesting story. Yeah, tell she that She got story. a hold of Vanilla Android. She got I, a Pixel, right? Yeah, I got her a Pixel a couple of years ago, and the Note 8, I believe, came out. And I remember her loving the Note, so I said, I'll just get her the Note 8. Got her the Note 8. She was like, um, what is all of this stuff? It's all junked up. <laughs> yeah. You know, so she was like, can I just have a pixel again? And I got her a pixel. And we came to the conclusion she really loved the stylus with the note. Ah. Because she, oh. does a, she does a whole lot of note taking and, and keeping her day squared away. So does whatnot. she miss the note? Does she want to go back? If only it was clean like Vanilla Andrew. Yeah. She's I made that like- very clear. Yeah. Yeah. Why doesn't Google pop a stylus in there? That might actually mm-hmm. be kind of nice. Yeah. It's also interesting, and Scooter X has reminded me that they talked, Samsung talked about gaming and how gaming, especially on a big phone like that, 6.8 inch phone, so uh, plenty of horsepower. Is, and lots of horsepower, is, is a really now moving to mobile. They said they're building Discord, the chat client, the, into their Samsung phones. So they have a partnership with Discord. Uh, which is a little discordant, if you'll forgive me. I wonder if... <laughs> Rimshot. Um, you know, I don't... First of all, you can easily add a Discord app to your phone. I don't know why you need to have it built in, but I guess because it can be used while you're gaming. But who wants to do that? I mean, you're gaming. How are you gaming and, and chatting, chatting at the same time? I, they said, you could say GG now. Yeah, I don't need to. The millennials can figure that out, I guess. I guess that's who it's for. Yeah, we're out of that league. Did uh, So they're... <laughs> So, too old for this phone. Too old. <laughs> you know, I actually had that feeling watching because they brought in a bunch of influencers, travel blog- vloggers. Basically, it was a bunch of Instagram and YouTube stars, right, to demonstrate the features of right. it. And it really did feel like it was more for that crowd. I thought it really interesting. Instead of using pre-built Snapchat-style filters with Instagram or Snapchat or whatever platform you're on, you could actually use the pen to draw... A new filter that would just like the Snapchat filters sync up with the face, move with the face. You could create 3D images in real time of something sitting in front of you. That was impressive. Animate it with your motions. That was impressive. Is this? But this isn't this the same processor we've seen all year, uh, Stacy? The Snapdragon 855. I mean, why anybody could do this, right? Oh wait, what? <laughs> Isn't this the, the Qualcomm Snapdragon 855? We lost her at Snapchat. No, no. Um, <laughs> yeah, sorry. She, sorry, I was just influencing. I, I apologize. No, I was I was reading chip stats. I'm That's sorry. what I want you to do. That's what I'm going to you for. I was coming. I was like, hurry up, Stacey. Well, okay, I apologize because we just got all this information. But, uh, I don't. They, they did announce a new Exynos, which according to a non-tech, and this, of course, would be for the international version of the Note, according to a non-tech, is not a big difference from the existing uh, Exynos, the 9825. No. no, it is. It, it's, it's seven only, nanometers. Is the only I was going to say the only difference is, is actually a really big difference, and it could be bad. I don't know. Um, it's their first seven nanometer chip built using EUV, which is extreme ultraviolet lithography, which is a way to deal with leakage on the chips, but it's a brand new manufacturing process. Uh-oh. You know what that well, means. 
could be good. It could be bad. Right. But yeah, it might it might be dicey. So I was going to say it is it is just a smaller version. So they moved down of the eight nanometer. It's also a different. Yeah, it's it's the same chip made at seven nanometers. Um, so I don't know. I mean, who knows? No one knows. It's new. Who it's knows? New. They but kept they kept the cores like the frequencies. They kept those mostly the same. So it's not like you're going to see a sudden power boost here. I think, let's see, what did they change? Yeah, it's it's basically the same, except at the middle cores, they're going to go from 2.31 gigahertz to 2.4 gigahertz for those of you guys who are counting all your, your hertz here. Do you think they're going to put in a dedicated AI or DSP, kind of like Google does with their Pixel phones for photography? Uh, right now, they have the Mali, the ARM Mali core. They've built right. their own GPU, okay, which is probably good enough. I mean, even though Google's got their dedicated processor, I don't, I don't think we know the workloads yet on the phones that right. are going to need this. Like some of the things they're showing might benefit from a slightly different chip design, but they're just not that new, really. Yeah, well, I mean, we've seen uh, Adobe was able to do this with an iPhone, do the 3D mapping mm -hmm. three or four years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm thinking about things like, you know, handling the zoom in on the mic. I mean, I'm trying to think about like, and you've got the fingerprint recognition. I don't know how, like, do you train it and then that model just gets executed or are you training it all the One time? One thing that is new is there is a time of flight sensor on the back of the phone. Does the iPhone have a time of flight sensor for tracking your face, or do they use no, a different? No, they paint your face with red dots. Oh, dot, sorry, they have the infrared oh, okay. dot projection to give you. So the the both have kind of the same purpose, which is to get right. depth information. Time of flight measures the time it takes to bounce stuff off of you, as opposed to a map sonar. Yeah. So well, there. Yeah, it's what was in your lighthouse camera. That's yeah. right. It was a time of flight uh, sensor. Yeah. Um, so. The North America, China, and Japan will get the Snapdragon 855. Europe and the rest of the world, the Exynos 9825. I do have to say, people have been complaining about the Exynos version of the Galaxy S10 uh, that that it has it's got issues um, and a little uh, sluggish at times. Yeah, and uh, yep. I'm trying to remember what some of the other issues were. People were not happy with the camera in the Exynos version. It couldn't it couldn't do as good a job as the camera in the Qualcomm version. Um, 6.3 and 6.8 inches, 1200 nits brightness. That's a nice bright, that's a very mm. bright screen. HDR Ooh, yeah. 10 plus. The Samsung makes the best screens ever. Eight gigs of RAM in the small version. The plus will have 12 gigs of RAM. Internal storage, 256 gigs or 512 gigs on the plus if you want to pay for it. Plus, it looks like no micro SD card in the, S, in oh, the uh, no. Note 10, only in the Note 10 plus. Oh, so for a lot of people, you're going to hoax. want to go with a Note hoax, Note 10 Plus, because they also mentioned 45 watt charging. That's Note 10 Plus only. Oh wow! Oh really? Yeah. So I didn't why, catch that. Why screw us people with smaller hands over, or people because with pockets that are not small large. hands? People are not good people. Hey, we I, should. I didn't say that. We should get rid of all the small hand <laughs> yeah. people. All no. people with tiny hands. <laughs> uh, not allowed to run for office. I'm sorry. I had no. to say. Oh, look at the size sorry, of that man's man. hands. They're huge. He's got I huge. I, I just, if you just show your hands, everybody, I have the smallest hands. I bet I'm even smaller than you, Stacy. Show you me. Do <laughs> show. I have deep. Look at that. Ah. Look at that. She's got monster hands. <laughs> So I'm a small hand. I admit it. 
Stacy, you're okay. I have a quarter <laughs> octave reach on the piano, but uh, I like a big phone. I cannot lie. Uh, I do not like big phones. I love them. This, just I, I love the larger the, screens. You're a big guy, though. You're six two. Well, but still, even when I'm dealing with my my creative stuff, I love the extra real estate. Well, that's what they're the pushing. Editing, you know, would you yeah, ever so edit you, video on that? I just edited one while watching the live stream. Jeez. <laughs> So he's the young. So, so this yes, is made for. I am not the young. Um, I, I still like the idea that they were, you know, trying to have the influencers out there and, and pushing it and whatnot. But I think someone can still team up with them like Adobe to bring out all of this extra horsepower. Rush know. on this would look great. Rush would look good. But I was thinking more along Adobe Capture. Because I've used Capture to capture. That's the one that does the 3D. You can, you know, pick up textures and yeah. things like that, yeah. but use that to scan yeah. a laptop or whatever and, and pull it into Dimension. Isn't it interesting that Samsung is building in that capability and video editing? It's going to come with the phone, a Samsung tool to cut. That's interesting, I it, think. It at least is trying to give me $1,000 worth of tool. That's a good point. Mm. Oh, also, that's a good, yeah. That's that's a good I like point. that. 43, the biggest battery will be in the 10 plus 43 milliamp hours, uh, 4,300 milliamp hours. That's a lot, 43 amp hours. A 10 uh, megapixel uh, dual pixel front camera, F2.2 with 4K video. Uh, that's the front camera, though. Of course, the, mm -hmm. the rear cameras, well, there'll be three of them. Effective uh, angle of uh, uh, shooting will be uh, 77, 123. And 45 will be the telephoto. So you have a very wide angle, 123 uh, degree wide angle. A uh, telephoto, 45 degree. And the middle will be a 77 uh, degree. Um, the middle camera is the one with, you know, all of the the features, the big the big size pixels, the tri-stack CMOS sensor, the adjustable aperture. It can go down to F1.5, nice. which I think nice. is very interesting. That's nice, but if you don't know how to focus... That's no good. <laughs> Didn't you love, though, that you can have bokeh in both stills and video? Real-time bokeh? Again, I did if you not don't know, know what how bokeh to, was. If you don't know I, how to I focus. Want to <laughs> I want to give you a bokeh. It's the blurry background. Skype right. does that. Skype does it now, but that, Skype, Skype does, does a terrible job. Yeah, yeah, theirs really Ugh. looks unnatural. It looks you know, so bad. Yeah. Some people I can use that. Fun. The point is you could do it in, in software now. Yes. and uh, and that's... That's the story with this phone is like, look at all the cool crap you can do with software. Right. Yay. It will use, uh, as I said, the time of flight sensor, and that's uh, how it's going to do. See, we were we were able to do that Adobe scanning without mm -hmm. that depth sensor. Right. I imagine it'll be better if you have Seems that. Seems like it'd be a lot better Additional now. information. And there's such a high demand for designers today with with. 3D objects, whether it's gaming or whether yeah, it's even if you kind marketing. of get a, a rough image, you at mm -hmm. least get an image you can show and mm -hmm. share. And I think that's going to be very interesting. I I really do want to play with that. The five. Well, remember that uh, the naked mirror, which does a 3D scan of your body and then talks to you about like weight loss and that sort of thing. Do you guys remember that, or am I the only one who? I'm trying to forget. Uh, but the point that. is. Uh. The the point is having that on your phone is pretty powerful for things like, hey, will this furniture fit in my room to will these clothes fit me? I you just start creating. I just use my phone to measure me for shirts. Yeah. Is that wild? You put it on the ground. Yeah. 
And then you stand in front of it. They give you an outline, and you stand, and you you do a profile, and you do a phone. I ordered the shirt. We'll see how well it does. That's but pretty it was, cool. It was quick. If it does, if it actually gives me a custom tailored shirt, that's impressive. I'll be blown yeah. away. Yeah. And, and that's you, that sort of thing, like making that commonplace in the models that are generated imagine. by that yeah. accessible. That's yeah. going to be awesome. Imagine. Especially for people with long arms like me, that 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 would really make my day because I hate shopping just for that yeah. reason right yeah. there. There will be 5G variants of both phones, $100 extra for the S, for the Note 10, $200 extra for the Note 10 Plus. But Stacy, you don't think somebody should run out and get a 5G phone today? No. I mean, we don't know how it's going to handle battery life. The antennas are like, this, this is the first iteration of the technology. It's not going to be awesome in your phone. And there's really not a compelling reason for most people to do this. Because you're going to hit a bandwidth cap or you're going to be, you know, uh, throttled down. So oh. don't do it. Wait till next year's devices come out with 5G. They'll well, be cheaper. They'll be better. There's no point in doing it if your carrier doesn't offer 5G in your neck of the woods at all. Also, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> how many markets is it in yet? Um, I don't know how many markets. And it depends on where you are in the market. Yeah. That's true. You could say Providence, which is supposedly a 5G market, but I bet you my mom just out you know, just outside of town limits, she's not going to get it. You probably have to right. be downtown. Um And again, I don't think you need it. I there somebody I was talking to said something really smart, which is I really wish the carriers would stop focusing on you know, getting the fastest speeds in just a few places and bring every place that sucks up to like a middle level. Right. So why not just have of, consistency? Yeah, consistently good service as opposed to like these pockets of like, I can download an entire season of you know, <laughs> Game of Thrones in, in twenty seconds. So Verizon, not, not on wireless, but on, on wired, uh, Elizabeth Warren um, put out an issue proposal oh, today. I don't think I, I loved her yes. proposal. I think I think yeah. we bookmarked it because Ooh, I don't know, you guys. Really? I, yeah, so <laughs> Let me I let me read, read it. the actual proposal. Yeah, yeah okay. We'll ahead. we're going to we'll talk let's defer that till we finish the note 10 because sure. I I do want to talk right. about it. I I read it and I thought yeah, but but maybe not. And so we'll talk about uh and again, it's a proposal from a presidential candidate. Right. And even if she got elected, uh she might not even be able to make it happen because presidential candidates promise many things, often few of them. Really? <laughs> materialize really true that really really you can explain this to your kids later uh so don't get all excited about the 5g model unless you really know you're in a 5g neighborhood and you've already got it and verizon says they're going to do it in 50 cities by the end of, well 30 cities by the end of this year we said the same thing about 4g i know on the first iteration don't get though. your hopes up you well know, just, it, just wait and also the antennas are not ready yet so right. this generation is not going to be kind it's to not your the phone, one you want. battery life yeah not the one you this is not the 5g phone you want uh they're sticking with what i consider a subpar ultra ultrasonic fingerprint sensor uh through the screen i don't like it on the s10 plus doesn't work very reliably i've seen now the future of underscreen fingerprint readers on the OnePlus 7 Pro. I've talked about this before. It's fast. It's accurate. Uh, it is not ultrasonic. It's optical, and it works really, really well. So I'm a little disappointed. I guess Samsung uh, probably is committed to these sensors, and it's going to take them a while to change. Heart rate sensor, their face unlock is built in. I use that, actually, as much on my 
S10 Plus as, as anything else. Uh, Qualcomm QC 2.0 fast charging on the Qualcomm uh, processors. Uh, USB PD power delivery. Wireless charging, reverse charging, which is the weird thing that Samsung does where you could charge stuff on the back of your Samsung phone like your earbuds. Uh, it's expensive. Starting price, $949 for the low-end Note 10. Uh, $1099 for the Note 10 Plus with 256 gig storage. If you want to max it out, 512 gig storage will cost you $1199. But I'll probably do that because... Just had a heart attack. It does come in, as Stacy was very pleased to learn, iridescent, shimmery color, <laughs> as well as pink. Mother of I think pearl. we should call it shimmer. Shimmer's good. Shimmer's Comes nice. in shimmer. Shimmer. Um, it's the first time Samsung has gone for a non-central cam camera positioning. I'll show you. I have the S10 and the camera is horizontal across the top uh now it's going to be more like an iphone where it's uh, it's over on the side um, but it had to probably to make room for these extra sensors like the time of flight sensor yeah. which apparently is not available on the note 10 just the note 10 Plus. it won't make a difference in your composition you no it's it fine you're looking through you're looking at a, the biggest sensor you know the, <laughs> the screen is a great uh great viewfinder. viewfinder it's the there. best viewfinder possible yeah um, Aura Glow is that color. That's what they call it. Aura White and Aura Black. Those will all be available August 23rd. I think pre-orders start tomorrow. So get your get your finger ready. Get your credit card warmed up if you're going to buy one of these. I guess we will. I will and uh, Jason Howell will because it's our job. It's our job. <laughs> You say that with such pain. Oh, it hurts me. <laughs> no, you know what, Aunt? This is a very expensive time of year for me because mm. I have to buy this. I have to buy the Apple phone, the yep. Pixel phone. I have to buy. I'm gonna have to buy that Samsung notebook. I think I just hope to see what Windows on Pixel soon. Mm. Yeah, man. No, I'm not. We're waiting to hear though. Maybe we will. I know we're due God, for a new Pixel. I honestly think you should watch because Samsung, Samsung also announced the Samsung laptop, the S. And uh, that actually looks kind of interesting. It's very thin. It's a little heavier than it ought to be, 2.11 pounds. But the thing, the stat that, that is most interesting is 23 hours battery life because it's on an ARM chip. I presume it's on, well, we talked about it, didn't we? The, the new Qualcomm CX part. What do you, what, tell us about that, Stacey. You're an expert on these chips. Oh, the Qualcomm, the 8, the, what is it, the H? You keep surprising me. I'm reading about the broadband. Stacy, wake up. We're coming back Stop reading. God. Stop reading. I'm sorry. No, my I know. You You believe in preparation. Facts. That's the. That's my problem, and I apologize. <laughs> no, it's okay. I'm just like, I thought we were done with that. <laughs> were we? Maybe we were. I just, I want to know if that's going to be a desktop class processor. That's really my... I, they're, they're comparing it. The, the benchmarking I've seen is against the Intel Core i5, which okay. is an chip but it's not like a high end no but it's a good enough chip i'd, I'd be very it. happy if it's i5 speed yeah i take that yeah so i i'm, I'm like it's 64 bit um its clock rate is 2.8 uh gigahertz so that's it, it's got an integrated uh qualcomm gpu in it so it's an adreno 680 I'll, and i'll tell you why I'm I'm nervous because i did buy one of the very first arm windows machines the hp nvx2 and it was Literally unusable. 
I mean, mm-hmm. just really t- sluggishly slow. I like the form factor. Loved the form factor. Oh, you know what might be the issue, though? What? Is did how many Windows apps, when yours was out, were configured for the ARM 64? That may be they- part of the problem, mm-hmm. right? You've got to get an ARM, right, not only an ARM OS, but ARM apps. Otherwise, you're running an emulation. Well, but so... I. They were the our Windows apps were for 32-bit cores for the longest right. time. I think they're just right. doing the 64-bit when they, because, I mean, the 64-bit ARM cores have only been out for a couple years. So what so, you're saying is I should fire that sucker up? You should buy one and see how it works because this could be <laughs> easy for you to say. <laughs> it, it is well, it's only nine. It's what nine ninety nine. Only a thousand dollars. Um, in a way, I'm glad Samsung decided to not lowball it because uh, you can't get a good laptop for less than a thousand bucks. That's that's a reasonable price for something like this. Unless yeah. you just want a Netflix machine, right? I'll be very interested to see if this processor, the 8CX, will. It is seven nanometers. It is designed for computers. It's not. It's not a mobile part. Um, yeah. they, they, and it doesn't require a fan. No fan, 23 hours of battery life. Now, a lot of people said, oh, yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. But actually, uh, that's the whole point of ARM, isn't it? All day battery life. I'll say I believe it when I see it because, first of all, are they basing it on it just sitting around? They're saying continuous video playback. (laughs) So That's not the most challenging thing, but it is. All right, so Netflix. I mean, even a browser this, and a bunch of other windows that would use more. Even this beast of a machine right here from MSI, I believe it's touted at sixteen hours of battery. It life. is. That's what they touted it for. Well, that's a joke. I'm getting nowhere near that. I can tell you that just looking at it. <laughs> you know, I'm like why I would you feel the heat right there? here? I don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. see, this is and it has LTE gigabit LTE built into it. So this this is really a mobile. This is to compete with the MacBook Air, basically. Which is yeah. which has pretty good battery life. So, yeah. which Apple just refreshed and right. it wasn't awesome. I'll be honest. I had a Mac. I, I actually returned my MacBook Air for a MacBook Pro because yeah. it was just. I was like, why am I spending so much money on this? So underpowered. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and I should say the Qualcomm eight whatever is using the ARM seventy six core, which is actually a really powerful A seventy six is a really powerful core um, that they actually use in. Um, Server class servers and even some like gateway equipment. So this is not Samsung. Samsung said forty percent faster CPU, eighty percent better graphics performance, and improved memory bandwidth. I'm reading the memory bandwidth. Yeah, (laughs) that's how fast your data gets Mm -hmm. through. Mm -hmm. Sorry, (laughs) it's all about the IO bus. Thirteen point three inch display, ten point multi touch. Comes with two fifty-six gigs or five twelve gigs of storage, but you could go all the way up to one terabyte. But most importantly to me, it will come in pink mm. and gray. Mm. I want to. I'm going to get the. Is the pink for everyone? It's for me. No, I. Oh, I thought it was only for certain. Oh, for certain, certain markets. Specs. <laughs> certain specs too. Yeah, it's for certain people and certain markets. But I. I oh would, yeah, I no, would get. I would get it in pink. Gray is boring. Gray is boring. Well, need, the pink has a I need something to distinguish from my other It's not computers. bright pink. It's not like uh, your fingernail polish. It's kind of a rosy glow kind of. Is a, it rose gold? It's rose Pretty rose. close to that. Yeah. What, what was the name of the uh, of, of the um, Pixel 3a color? 
Mostly pink, nearly pink, sort of pink. Nearly right. purple. Nearly, yeah. Not quite pink. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like that. It's this looks really call nice. Call me when it comes in shimmer. Shimmer. I do like the, yes. the, the shimmer. Stacy, you deserve shimmer. The abalone shell. Nothing shimmer. less than shimmer for Stacy. Yeah. Green button says it best. Blush. They said shimmer. on stage, it looks. This is an interesting quote. It looks like a laptop, but has the essence of a smartphone. What is? It's foldable too. <laughs> Oh, that's very marked speak. Does that mean it's super portable and like you just take it with you all the yeah. time? Right. And I mean, it's it's our age old complaint as content creators. You know, sometimes you want something you can just fling out like a smartphone, and it's since it's always connected, you don't have to like mess with things. But you could type in and have it be connected. This awesome. is the one journalists, the press, take to events like this. Frankly, yeah, something light if enough. If it's good, if you can type on it. Uh-huh. It's not laden with ports. It's got a headphone jack and a Type-C port on the one side, a uh, Type-C port on the other side, and that's it. So it's kind of like the Pixel Book with a dual-sided yep. Type-C. I wish we had a card reader. That's... Yeah. You know what? I bought, I bought my – I now have three or four <laughs> card reader dongles that I stick in, but I have an oh, Anker nice. one that's awesome. Type-C um, is, is – the good news, everything's going Type C, so that this is a reasonable investment now. Right. Yeah. So just buy a whole bunch of dongles. I even bought. I, I'm so in on it. I even bought a Type C YubiKey because right. I thought, Ooh. yeah, this is the future. So why get a Type A? YubiKey? But it's so far behind others. So I have this is so I'm, small. I'm, wow. Yeah. I'm stupid. I stayed in. Look, look what I have tethered to it. It's tethered as a little adapter, so I could still use well, that's it. The thing. That's nice. <laughs> Isn't that cute? And it's got. That's I lost the first one, so I got one with a leash. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a Type C in a outlet. You know how you can stick USB into outlets yeah. now. They, so oh. there's they've got Type C as part of like outlets that you can change out in your house. And I'm makes like, me, that's makes really everybody nice. who bought the Type A outlets really sad. <laughs> <laughs> now I need a them. dongle for my outlet. So sad. Um, all right. So, okay. I think we've said everything there is to be said yes. about the Samsung event. It, it came off fairly well. There were no dancers, no sing. Well, it was a little bit of singing. Oh, no, that was Stacy. That was me. You're not going to ask me about chips again because I'm going to go back to the broadband plan. Go read the broadband plan. <laughs> go read up on Elizabeth Warren's broadband plan because that's our next uh, topic of uh, conversation. And again, uh, it, you know, even though Satya Nadella was there, it was a typical Satya Nadella speech. <laughs> Which is just kind of airy fairy and, and didn't really say anything. But I have a feeling. He spoke in circles. It's significant that he's there. Mm-hmm. It's like you got the you got the CEO of Microsoft on stage at a Samsung event. Yeah, that's Microsoft saying, you know, we're really we're working on something. We're serious about we're this. serious about this. Yeah. So and kudos to Mary Jo and Paula who had heard rumors Microsoft would be there and they heard. That it would be a really big executive, but both of them said, "Oh, there's no way it couldn't be such an Adela." That's- but I, I think you nailed it in, during the live stream, saying this is Microsoft saying, "You know, we're done with phones. We got bigger and better things, yeah. such as services, to worry about, and and we can really blow up with that." Yeah, and I think that's a that's what Adela's been doing since he came in, and I think mm-hmm. very very smart. All right, let's take a little uh, break. When we come back, we're going to take a, a secret peek. Thanks to Fast Company inside Google's top secret design lab. We'll uh, hear Elizabeth Warren's proposal for a broadband plan. You know, whether you agree with it or disagree, the fact that any presidential candidate even brought this up makes me happy. Well, Joe Biden did bring it up. And so has your buddy, Amy uh, Klobuchar. Klobuchar. My buddy. I wish you were my buddy. She seems like she'd be 
She's Minnesota nice. She'd be fun to hang out with. She'd bring you a hot dish and talk about broadband pain. Honestly, I think that's <laughs> that what we, what dish? America needs is a hot I'll dish and a broadband. Issue. Yeah. yeah, a hot dish and broadband. Open the door. Yeah, fine. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> Our show today brought to you by my printer. I love my Epson EcoTank printer. I love it. I love it for several reasons. You know, I, you've been a photographer a long time, and maybe you remember. I remember very well. Uh, Epson's always been the best photographic printers. I remember going on a Lightroom adventure. We had a bunch of Epson printers, and uh, I knew photographers that would take their black and white Epson printers. They're, best, they're the only printers, really, for monochrome prints, and they would have big tanks on the side of them. And I think that was an aftermarket thing, although maybe Epson eventually did offer it. But it just made sense. If you're making prints, the last thing in the middle of the print you want to have happen is the ink cartridge to run out. That print's ruined. Bad streaks. Yeah. That, and that paper's expensive. So they were using tanks way back when. Well, now Epson's brought that home, and I think this is huge. Because what they're really doing is, is they're saying, you know what? We care more about our customers than our, than our bottom line here. You can kiss expensive ink cartridges goodbye. No more trips to the store in the middle of a print job. Epson's amazing EcoTank wireless color. All-in-one super tank printers come with a ridiculous amount of ink in the box. Thousands of pages worth. Mm. Probably won't have to go get more ink for a year or two. We've had our EcoTank for a couple of years now. I actually have not yet bought a second load of ink. The supersized, easy-to-fill tanks mean fewer trips to the store, less frustration to you. And you know what? Epson wants your printing experience to be stress-free and easy. And by the way, look at those bottles. They're uniquely keyed, so you can't use the wrong one. They're, they're auto-stop. So it's really easy. to. I've already, because we have two EcoTank printers at home, filled two of them. And it's simple. I was a little nervous. Nope. No must, no fuss. EcoTank is changing the way people print. Get the compact EcoTank printer for your home or office so you can just fill and chill. There's a model for everybody. 7,500 black pages, 6,000 color pages with that ink. That's incredible. I use it to scan. I use it to print. It supports Google Print. Really a good printer. Check out Epson.com slash EcoTankLeo today to transform the way your home or office prints. No more. Look, look, Shaq says just fill and chill. You're going to do it. You know, I got to say, Shaq's making that printer look awfully small. <laughs> but remember, he's got a three-foot wide hand. So just I'm just saying, check out Epson.com slash EcoTankLeo. To get your, you're going to love it, your Epson EcoTank printer. In fact, just in time for back to school through September 30th, you can get it right now. Free overnight shipping. But you have to use the promo code EcoTankLeo at checkout. EcoTankLeo, one word. Offer valid. It's good for any EcoTank printer. The offer is valid within the 48 contiguous states. Some exclusions apply subject to availability. Epson.com slash EcoTankLeo. EcoTank printers. Fill and chill with Shaq. Epson. Exceed your vision. I love Epson. I'm, a, I'm an Epson fan going way back. All photographers are, I think, Definitely. right? Because it's, that's the best it's the standard photo printers. It's the standard. Yeah. All right. Have you uh, had time to read the proposal, Stacey? So I can't find the proposal. So what I have found is people talking about the proposal. Oh. So I don't know where... She has issued the proposal. It's not on her website yet. All right. So interesting. One thing I have to admire about her, and I wish every candidate would do, is she's been very 
clear about her policies. I don't know oh, how. Yeah. I don't know how you could vote for somebody who didn't have a very clearly spelled out. So you know what you're getting, right? Admitting oh, yeah. that, I got to point out, you can propose this till the cows come home. Even if you get elected, doesn't mean it's going to happen. Congress, yeah, it's all look. expensive, and there's lots of buts. Yeah. But it, but what it, what it does though, it it enters things into the debate. So and and I and like she, the idea that pro- internet should be a right. She proposes. Let me just say what she's proposing to earmark. $85 billion in federal funding to expand broadband networks in rural areas. Now, this isn't new. I think the FCC has a rural broadband plan. I don't know how much work they, they, they just done. announced a new one. We yeah. can talk about that in, in a fact, minute. They right now have $4.6 billion a year to fund rural broadband. And the Rural Utilities Service, according to Engadget, doles out $800 million a year in, in grants and loans. But this is significantly more. The $5 billion funding for expanded broadband on Native American lands alone would surpass what the FCC currently offers in total each year. About half of Native Americans on reservations or other tribal lands don't have broadband access. Mm. I th- I think this acknowledges broadband now needs to be a right. A standard. Uh, in, this, in fact, the United <laughs> Nations says broadband's a right. It needs to be a right in this country, though, it, because if it's not a privilege. It's, it's how you interact with government, if nothing else, right? She wants well, it's to how say- you can... Apply for jobs. I mean, exactly. there's all these studies, like only 30% of jobs aren't, oh, sorry, let me re- redo that. 70% of jobs are only available and apply. you can only apply to them online. Yeah. Yeah. See, nothing um, to oh, wow. So, um, okay. She, she so did you finish up, talking about the plan? Not yet. Uh, okay, and apparently uh, she, her plan is on Medium. So go to the, <gasps> go to the Team okay. Warren uh, Medium post, my plan for rural America. Nice one. Original. Yeah. Sorry, guys. It should be on the website, and I guess eventually it will. It's kind of ironic. Maybe it's maybe there's something to be said. She's she's digitally literate, but put it on your website too, please, Ms. Warren. Well, I'll say, having I spent like half the time scrolling down the website because she's got all of her plans there, and she they does. are comprehensive. There. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there are a lot of plans. She. Uh, this is. There's quite a bit of stuff in here. Um, yeah, she acknowledges that. Uh, these communities, the rural communities in America, feed our nation. They're leading the country in sustainable energy. They generate 99% of the wind energy. And they're pioneering efforts to harness solar energy. We need to give them broadband. She says corporate and government leaders have turned their backs on people in rural communities. And this is something she wants to fix. I, I applaud that. I have to say she wants to set up an office of broadband access that will be part of the Department of Economic Development that would oversee does the not 80- exist. What, the Department of Economic Development? We have the U.S. Economic Development Administration, which okay. is part of the U.S. Department of Commerce, which I think okay. is what she's talking Maybe about. that's what she but meant, yeah. I'm, least, like, I'm like looking through, I'm like, where, where is, is she putting this? D-E-D-E-D. <laughs> it would oversee the funding. Funding would not go to ISPs, but to electricity and telephone cooperatives, nonprofits, tribes, and this is where I really get behind her, cities, counties, and other state subdivisions. She would require, she would use federal law to require local governments and state governments that have made laws against municipal Wi-Fi to, to reverse those laws. And by the way, just, just to stay on there for one second, Ajit Pai went the same route with the opposite end of it. Yes, he said you can't. Just today, well, yeah. where he's also trying to tell them not to You can't regulate. regulate. 
Yeah. You um, can't regulate it. We don't, FCC saying we're not going to regulate. And by the way, you better not either. This is today? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was actually two days ago. Yeah, the, it, the, are we talking about the franchise tag? Yes. Yes. Yeah. It had yeah, to do with cable companies, but it's the same, basically same the same thing. Uh, okay, you got to finish the plan because I've been waiting. To say something. Okay. Uh, so federal law would ensure local governments can build their own networks. That's that's going to be a big part of this. Uh, and I think that's great because it's banned in many states now thanks to heavy lobbying by the telecom industry. Right. More accurate broadband maps because right now there is a lie in broadband coverage maps provided by the FCC. They they are wrong. They're wrong. We can talk more about that too. Yeah. Um, so Joe Biden also uh, did, as you pointed out, Jeff has a proposal twenty billion dollars. Um, but I have to say, eighty-five billion sounds good to me. Stacy Higginbotham, the floor is yours. Hold on, I, I need to get my popcorn. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> There's a couple things with this plan. One, I don't want to see a new department created. Um, I know that I'm not 100%. I think she is talking about the U.S. Economic Development Administration, which is part of the Commerce Department. But we actually have two departments handling broadband fund dispersal right now. We have the NTIA and we have the Department of, it's R-U-S, Rural, U.S. something. Rural, so hard to say. Yeah. Rural jurors. Anyway, so we've already got places where this can be handled. So I'd like one to see this plan administered for some from one of those already existing departments, just for simple, simple reasons. Two, the idea that there she is she wants to say that the big ISPs can't participate. I think that's going to be a problem, not just because it will be make her plan politically unfeasible, but also because I don't know if there is no. enough expertise for setting up rural networks. Her point, um, though, her yes. point is we have, I get, she says we've I, funneled money into these ISPs who promised they would do this and never but, delivered. So then hold them accountable. But, hold, on, hold on. Then Yes. So then we need to hold them accountable because we also funneled a lot, billions and billions of dollars into no name rural ISPs and those guys have taken the money and run. Good, good Look point. at the scandals in life. Yeah. So I I'm, yeah. I want to say that the knee jerk, no big corporate entities is wrong. I think from a policy perspective, some things she has right. Making it possible and easy for municipalities to set up networks. I think there should be a policy. Yeah, for let's have competition. And it's okay yeah. if the city wants to compete. Let's have competition. Right. So, yes. And if you use these funds, I think you probably should have some sort of rules about letting other people into the network. Ah, Or maybe building, maybe there should be, instead of, and here's a, here's a crazy plan, using this money, if you get this money, instead of just putting in your lines, you put in your lines with conduit and then other people can do yes, their own lines. Absolutely it. agree. And or or a British version. What, what about the British version? Where where um, that is not an optimal version. Okay, <laughs> the BT right, version. That's, that's why I was asking. Okay, that is. We did something similar with telephone lines back in like the I don't know what it was late nineties. Tell me what the BT not, what the BT plan is. Tell me what that is. It's their network has been forced to be opened. How but about it isn't, this? A lot actually, of municipal experts propose that the infrastructure be owned 
by the municipalities, by the local authorities, who then are required to offer it, just as you described, to any company that wants to run over those lines or wants to run more lines through the conduit, guaranteeing that you have proper infrastructure that's maintained by the municipality, which has a right of eminent domain, so it's, uh, frankly, easier for them to yeah. put this stuff in. All the legwork's done. All the legwork's done, admittedly at a great expense, but she's proposing a significant amount of money for these municipalities. And then say, hey, Comcast, come on in. But also Cox and Spectrum, come on in. Frontier, come on in. AT&T, mm-hmm. get them all on there. That's if real competition. Competition. Yes. Now, if there is everybody. real money for municipalities to set this up, that will work. But I will say Google actually for a while talked about doing that with their own Google broadband and it didn't happen. And in some cases, it's because there's no demand in the U.S. That's why the government has to do it, because the government is not no, driven by demand. No, 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 no. There's no demand. demand why Comcast doesn't want to use the, the Then the municipality does it. Then the municipality does it. it. But it, and yes. that's, that's fine. I am worried that in addition to money for this, you're going to have to also make sure there's funds for expertise and accountability. I agree. I agree. Because Amen. while Amen. Chattanooga is awesome, not everybody is a Chattanooga. Right. The other thing is, if we decide that this is an actual right, and she compares it to uh, putting out electricity across the nation in the 30s. It's very much like the rural then, electrification project. Yes. Absolutely. Then we have to say that these municipalities are offering a service that may not ultimately be profitable. And that's really that's hard right. for us to do right now. That's right. So, but, but and then just, we're going to get... I, there is a perfect analog to the rural electrification projects of the, of the 30s because... And the phone lines, too. And we deemed it uh, vital that there be electricity everywhere in the country, that rural people should not be disadvantaged by not having access to electricity. So we made it so, even at a deficit. Right, but the yep. Telecommunications Act plus our flipple flopping over net neutrality have made that legally questionable. So that's something else we're going to have to. Her uh, broadband plan has to deal Goodness. with that. And I, I think Elizabeth Warren's smart enough to dig into all these and be like, "Yeah." The other things that I think are really important here, um, I would like to see. I would really like to see her talk about bringing wireless to rural areas because a, it's more economical, yes. but b. The current way we allocate and value spectrum is at odds with the value that that spectrum can actually provide. So we do it based on a per pop uh, person per pop. And we need to start thinking about with IoT and things like that, that our spectrum, we should be thinking about it for devices, not just people. So because of things like agriculture and telemedicine, which she's talked about in her plans as well. And then the other thing is she wants to appoint FCC commissioners who will restore net neutrality. I think that's great. But basically, we just went through this where we had an FCC commissioner who was like, yeah, net neutrality. And then we had one who was like, and that was uh, uh, Jedikowski. And then we had Wheeler and we were all like, what's he going to do with net neutrality? And at first he was like, "Uh," and then he was like, yeah. And then we got Ajit Pai and he's like, so I would like to see, actually, instead of an FCC commissioner, I would like to see her push for laws that can actually enshrine this in. Yeah, the FCC only th- can do what it does at the uh, with with the consent uh, of Congress. It's Congress mandates and gives the FCC the privileges and rights to do whatever it does. So ultimately, Congress supersedes the FCC. So you're exactly right. Make it a law. Get it through Congress. That's better anyway. That's more democratic anyway. 
Uh, okay, so that's that's the plan. I think it's great. I'm excited that people are talking broadly about broadband, and I'm excited they're talking about the lack of rural connectivity. And as a former broadband reporter, I am just like, make it sexy. Oh, did I talk about broadband maps? The FCC yeah. actually did a good thing a couple days ago when it changed its plan for broadband mapping. And I was really shocked because, again, matching pie. In the past, uh, they were letting ISPs say. So what happened yeah, is got, in like, Yeah, they got connectivity yeah. there. Yeah. In 2010, they said, hey, we're going to make a national broadband map. And we were all like, yeah. And then they were like, we're going to count broadband based on census block. So if one house in an entire census block has broadband, then that oh. area is fully covered. Oh. And we were like, no, that's a bad idea. But that's good. what we went with. The new rules say that you can actually – you. They will still count by census block, but ISPs now have to create – they're like polygons of no service zones. So they're going to actually have to confess where they don't have service in a census block. Yes. So that could make it marginally more useful. So I'm really hopeful there. Yay. Okay, and that's it. Oops, sorry. I got so excited. I'm like, ah! I'm not a single-issue voter, but I have to say, if I were, that's the issue. <laughs> that is the issue. Not, I mean, there's a lot the, of issues. Well, it drives us toward internet as a right. Yeah, that, that's that's an important principle. Yeah. Uh, oh. I might have to trade in my Amy hat. <laughs> well, she has a plan. I just don't know what it I is. I don't know what it is either. That's the problem. Uh, as much as I like Klobuchar, I, you can't really deduce her policies from her website yet. Uh, but that's just a matter. Of, somebody's got to type them in. Um. Good. I'm glad we're. Ha You're right. I'm glad that that discussion is in the open, and that. But the yeah, and I, I love this is this is a super complicated issue, and I think I love that Warren is tackling it with actual like, hey, we're not just going to throw yeah. money, but she's actually trying to figure out where yeah. you can put the department, how are it. So I think there's a lot of good she's stuff. A wonk. Here. She's a wonk. She's a policy wonk, and uh, we sometimes we need. I would love to have a policy wonk. Yes. Yeah. Well, remember, though, that was Bill Clinton was a, re reputedly a policy wonk, too. No, he wasn't. He was he was charming. That was Bill Clinton's oh, that's big right. thing. That's what he was. <laughs> His wife was a wonk. She was, was a wonk in spades. Yeah. Um, Google's going to pause listening to EU voice recordings while regulators investigate. I suspect that'll end up being in the U.S. as well, because already Apple and Amazon have said, OK, OK, we won't listen unless you say it's OK. That's the right thing to do. Opt in. Google, actually, they they don't opt in, but they do let you opt out, and they always have. Yeah. Well, I think they all let you opt out. I don't know about Apple. No. no. Amazon does. Don't. Amazon lets you opt out. Um, Apple did not. Amazon didn't disclose what the people – I think the big issue is people are like, what? There are actual people listening yeah. to this? Well, now we know. Everybody. That changes everything. Everybody has people listening. In fact, what did I just see? There's people – Cortana? Yeah. Cortana, Cortana probably. Skype. Um, Skype. Skype has people listening Skype. to its Hi, translation. Hi, Skype. Hi. How are you? You bored? It's only for the translation feature of Skype to make sure the translations are accurate. Well, that's the thing. You need people for this stuff to be accurate. I don't get the fallout myself. And you're not even surprised, really, if you think about it. It's got to be. Stacey, get ready. Get ready. It's just more moral panic. Oh, boy. Press the button. Press the moral panic button. <laughs> uh, um, oh, Amy Amy Klobuchar wants to roll out high speed internet to every household by 2022. But if it's going, if she's going by the FCC high speed internet goals right now, that's 25 megabits. I still take that. Second. But the question is, is she going to pay for it? 
Because it's one uh, thing to say it. It's another thing to say, and it's going to cost $85 billion, and the government's going to pay for it. Yeah, we're well, so, so when we did the phones, when rural telephonification, right, to this day, you pay a fee on top of your yes. phone bill, if you still have it, yes. for that purpose. Yes. To subsidize the, the unprofitable uh, lines in rural areas. Why isn't that a model? It is a model. I. That's the thing. We've solved this not once, but twice. Twice. Um, a lot of those funds, though, it, well, in the FCC and the phone world, have been uh, not used for their intended purposes. Well, yes, there's that. There's always that. Yes. Oh, no, I'm just. I'm just like these have weaknesses, and there's so many. Anyway, yeah. Google's doing just, a fun a fun thing. <laughs> So uh, there's now going to be, this is in response to the EU, a browser ballot when you set up your Android phone in Europe. You get to choose your browser and you get to choose your service provider, except apparently Google's going to auction off the right to be one of the choices. Because they're kind of forced into it by the regulation, as I recall. In each country, there'll be an auction. Search providers will state the price that they're willing to pay each time a user selects them from the choice screen. Each country will have a minimum bid threshold. The three highest bidders that meet or exceed the bid threshold will appear on the choice screen. I don't know if that's really the spirit of the EU requirement. <laughs> Unintended consequences. It's a profit thing. How long will this last? <laughs> um, okay. Uh, I think that's probably was not the intent of the uh, EU commissioners. They did, uh, according to The Verge, leave the means of compliance up to Google, but the European Commission continues to monitor. So I wonder if Google's just thinking, well, let's see if we can sneak this by him. Um, Eric Leandri, who's the CEO of a privacy-focused search engine in uh, France, Quant, called it a total abuse to the dominant position to ask for cash just for showing a proposal of alternatives. <laughs> DuckDuckGo uh, CEO Gabriel uh, Weinberg said a ballot box screen could be an excellent way to increase meaningful consumer choice if it's designed properly. Unfortunately, Google's announcement today will not meaningfully deliver choice. A pay-to-play auction with only four slots means consumers won't get all the choices they deserve and Google will profit at the expense of competition. But isn't that what it's all about? Google's profits? Well, for Google, <laughs> I can't imagine the EU will let this stand. Google no, says... It's, it's, a story I didn't put up in the rundown today. It's so funny, too, because the, 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 it goes both ways. The um, EU governments are planning to uh, monitor your travel, not only in planes, but on trains and roads. So you have GDPR on the one hand, and then yeah, we have government but, on the other hand. Yeah, Government always wants to know. Yeah, well, that's all of these technologies can be used for surveillance, and it's just, will the government decide not to do it? Yeah, why wouldn't the government do it? And balloons over our heads soon? Yeah, that's uh, that's the Pentagon <laughs> using uh, aerial and satellite surveillance to monitor. This is just uh, a test, getting ready Ooh, for getting just ready for the terrorist invasion. Um, I hesitate to bring this up, but I think it's important. Uh, report, I think in Politico, I put it on the rundown under government, 
that the White House is circulating a plan to an executive order, order to go after so-called censorship of the right on social platforms. So this has been a drumbeat that's been going and going and going ever since we played that clip of President Trump on, uh, was it Maria Bartiromo uh, yeah. show? Um, Trump says, I got my eye on you, Google. And uh, yeah, I'm not surprised that this is this has been coming. Trump. And poor Sundar Pichai. Trump is actually this week. Um, so I, Sundar Pichai sat in my office and praised me and said, "I'm well, doing wonderful work," which is something that Sundar Pichai can't possibly deny. He's stuck with it, right? Yeah. He's, he, it's, he can't do anything. So he's yeah, he's really playing games on the platforms now. So Trump has actually accused Google uh, of very quote very illegal end quote acts, but doesn't specify what. Those no backup. Are. Yeah, distorting results for political purposes. Would harm our business, says Google, and go against our mission of providing helpful content to all our users. Um, God, I just, I'd be stunned if uh, there is an executive action against Google, and I can't imagine what it would be. What do, you, what do, you, what do you order? What can Trump? What can Trump do? Well, obviously, they're going to win against the First Amendment case because. What is he going to say? Forcing someone to say something is as bad as telling yeah. them what they can't say. Right. Uh, uh, but but uh, I think there'll be some ridiculous language about some requirement of neutrality, which is BS. But so does political does Politico have any? They say the White House is circling drafts of a proposed executive order that would address allegations of anti-conservative bias by social media companies. This is. A source uh, within the White House, a White House official and two other people familiar with the matter, a month after President Trump planned, uh, pledged to explore all regulatory and leg legislative solutions on the issue. No one, none of the three would describe the contents of the order. Yeah, so it's a trial balloon. I, there's no, Watch yeah. out, fellas. Yeah. We're going to come after you. The, I, I, would be sh I would be amazed if anything came out of this. Well, it's the, it's the age of amazement. Yeah. It is, isn't it? Uh, I don't so think I, think I don't think even Stephen Miller would know what to write in such an executive order. I, I, <laughs> let's build a wall around the Googleplex. I mean, I don't. There's nothing. What are you going to do? It all just it's, makes my head hurt to think I, about it, and I wonder if if our president even knows what he's talking about no, regarding this. No, just this is all this is stagecraft. Yeah, it, yeah, he saw some Fox and Friends host say it, so he's just yeah, right. Just stoking a fire, and yep. But if he's looking for a template, look no farther than Turkey. Turkey. <laughs> Turkey has now. News. So, uh, and I don't, I embrace this, uh, working in broadcast media, television and radio, because broadcast uses uh, a public, public resource, the airwaves, they are subject to FCC licensing. You have to get an FCC license. You have lots of community requirements. You can't say the seven deadly words. There's just rules. And every broadcaster understands that and knows it. And frankly, I think embraces it. But online content has never been regulated by the FCC because we don't use public airwaves, podcasts, blogs, streaming media right. is unregulated, as it should be. And in fact, it's a very important place for free speech, just as newspapers are. They don't use public resources either, except right. maybe the streets to deliver them. Turkey has decided that uh, its radio and television watchdog, which is called Artuk, will have the right to oversee online content, including streaming platforms like Netflix and online news outlets. You will now have to get a license 
to broadcast on the internet. I presume that's podcasts and blogs as well. I don't know. I think anything they get their hands on, yes. And, of course, one of the things they're going to be watching for is anything that is negative about the government. So what we just talked about, that would be illegal in Turkey. China. Well, that was about our government. Yeah, well, if we were talking about the Turkish government in Turkey, <laughs> replace Trump with Erdogan and then continue, we would, we would, I guess, be taken off the air. We would have issues, yes. Yeah. Um, a human's right lawyer, a human rights lawyer in Turkey said this is the biggest step in Turkish censorship history. All outlets producing opposition news would be effective. Everyone who produces alternative news and broadcasts. Uh, will be impacted by this regulation. Every news report that can be against the government will be taken under control. I never hear about Turkey in the news in general. Um, well, we've been talking about it a lot because of the encroaching authoritarianism. Okay. Yeah. So that explains it. Dan. Yeah. It's okay. slow. You know, Erdogan, who was a democratically elected uh, president, has slowly been m- moving to control all uh, negative comments to control the press right. shut down protests and uh the the people i know who live in turkey where turkish people are very upset about this right. seems like this is the way of the world now she does we are definitely seeing a oh as as america is is falling back on its commitment to let's call it free speech everywhere uh <laughs> <laughs> we're seeing other people in nations say oh wow America's not going to get upset about this. Let's do right. it. But I, so. look, we got to hold the line. I still think this is this is the shining beacon yeah. of freedom to the rest of the world, and we got to hold the line and and we got to stand up for the values that made this country unique. Yeah, yeah. And have brought the thing that always strikes me about America. There are only a few countries in the world. I could think of three that were became countries not because of their geography, because well, our country because people live here. But because of an idea. Uh, one was Israel. Uh, Liberia, the state where slaves moved, mm-hmm. was one. And America has been for 200 years a country that people came to from all over the world because we espoused freedom of speech, right. freedom of religion. Some, people some came here ideals initially and came here because they wanted the freedom to worship as they chose. Religious freedoms. And and that's this is this is what's so unusual about this country. This is a country of ideas that people came here from all over the world because we all agreed this is the right way to be. This is how a society should be organized. We cannot give that up. We cannot give that up. Yeah, but what I think is happening is not so much an attack on the First Amendment, but it's an effort to chill. Well, it will um, have that effect, but it's not going to chill yeah. us. No. <sighs> not right now. Not yet. <laughs> not today. Not here, not today. <laughs> so, uh, so here's one. Here's 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 the other end of this. Is a champ? Yeah, this is a really interesting conversation. I'm I, I've been reluctant to have. So, a chan has now for the third time been the place where a shooter's manifesto has been posted before he participated in a mass killing. El Paso, the most recent, <sighs> the Christchurch killings, uh, and what was the other? Was it the mosque shooting? I can't remember, but. Yes, eight chan so. is clearly a place or the for or people. The Maybe it was the synagogue shootings, but it was clearly a place. Well, I don't know what is it. It's you know it was created because four chan was too restrictive. 
Yeah, it's, it's where the people who are kicked off of 4chan go. Yeah, and yeah, we can all understand. And there will always be an 8chan. Well, that's Somehow the problem. Another, so Cloudflare, and by the way, I'm a fan of Cloudflare. Um, Matthew Prince's CEO said, we discussed this all day. Cloudflare was providing DDoS protection for 8chan, as it does for many, many sites. So they, they were just, not the host. They were just the protector. Yeah, they're the right. DDoS protector. They, in fact, the host is still, is, is, Right now, I think debating whether they should. Uh, two cows, which did the registrar, is debating whether they should allow that. So, this is a big debate uh, for uh, Cloudflare. And Matthew Prince is a real free speech advocate who says, "I don't want to get in the position of deciding which speech is okay, which is not." But he finally, and I think he was right, said this goes over the line, and he terminated Eight uh, Chan's support on Cloudflare. I think I don't know what Two Cows is going to end up doing. Good move. Uh, he cows. fired them as a customer. You can always fire people as a customer. Good move. You can, yeah. Okay, uh, but and, you but you also understand that the the reluctance to do that because you don't want to get in the business. I do of choosing because, winners and losers. But you you can like let's let's take McDonald's or let's take Walmart. Walmart's probably a good actually a good use case. Walmart wants as many people as possible in its stores. They they love you, right? They, I can walk into a Walmart in Texas and there will be like an open carry nut running around. There will be like some sort of crazy person screaming at their kids at top volume and maybe even hitting them, right? These are not people that I'm like, yeah, top of humanity, <laughs> right? Right. But but they still have a place. They They can go into Walmart at a certain point, like if the open carry guy pulls out his gun and starts like pointing it at those kids who are bi- misbehaving, Walmart's going to say, you know what? They have the Get right. Out. Yep. Nobody questions so, that. By the way, I should just say, Two Cows did drop uh, HN's domain registration two days ago. Ooh. And I should They're also. Canadian, I could see that. Yeah, I should also make the disclaimer Two Cows owns Hover, which is our sponsor. Uh, it may even have been Hover, I don't know. But uh, Two Cows has its own domain registration. So if they're, so they're, the, the, this, this happened to the Daily Sturmer. This happened. Exactly. Uh, this has happened before. Um, it's an appropriate and Just like you could always find a place. To like get your underwear and toilet paper like from Walmart, you can find it well, somewhere else. Well, that's the real point. Be- There'll be a 16 Chan or a 32 Chan. There'll right. be some other Chan tomorrow, right? Yeah, somebody's right, already but, got it in the works. But you don't have to do business with them. Right, and you can fire them when when they start behaving beyond the social norms. And I'd say walking into a place and shooting people and then publicizing your message because all of this is about publicizing the message associated with killing so many people. I think that's a pretty, that's an okay place to draw a line. Yeah. I, <laughs> I think you're right. You make it very clear. Yes. I agree. Thanks, uh, Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what else do we, uh, need? we do you want to do the change log? Because yeah, because we're going to wrap up in a few yeah. minutes here. So let's get uh, let's get to, I think, the highlight of the show. We, we, we get to hear the song? The trumpets. Yes. The Google change log. Hello, everybody. This is Leo Laporte, your Google change log reporter. This week, Google announced made by Google products will start using recycled materials. And will be carbon neutral by 2020. 
What do you do? They're Thank still you very gonna charge. Much. They're still going to charge you a thousand dollars for recycled material. I'm not. What do you do? It really bothers me when I buy something. Much, right? Yeah, it always <laughs> bothers me when I buy something. And Apple's the worst at this, and it's just this beautiful. But you don't even want to throw the box away. It's yep. airtight. It's perfect, mm-hmm. and you can't break it down and recycle it very easily. There's no. Right. It doesn't collapse. You have to cut it apart and cut it. I just, you know, it's fine to do what Amazon did with the frustration-free packaging. Put it in something that's brown paper, clearly recycled. I don't mind. It's the beautiful. product's going to be just as good. Oh, so, so I was in San Francisco last week also, right? And and the last night I'm there, I, I walk up to City Lights Books, and I stop. I'm hungry, and I've got an early flight the next morning, so I stop, and I get some nice dumplings in Chinatown. And I decide to get some soup, too. I'm going to take it back to the hotel and have a little wine. And I say to the nice lady, uh, can I have a spoon? Oh, no, she said. That's now against the law in San yeah. Francisco. San Francisco, right on. Can't give you spoons. Bring no your spoons. own spoon. But, but, what is the soup and what are the dumplings served in? Three millimeters of, course, of plastic Plastic, dishes. of course. <laughs> when you go to San Francisco, be oh. sure to wear a spoon in your hair. When you overthink something. <laughs> that is, that's a perfect example. We're going to wrap this in eight layers of plastic, but we can't give you a spoon. We're going to give you a spoon. It's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, and we're going to have some recycled paper labels in there. Google Fit will now track your sleeping, whether you want to or not. No, no I'm just, just, <laughs> wow, spreading, okay. just spreading FUD. Just spreading That's FUD. the Ariana Huffington app. I don't actually want to go to sleep with Google Fit, so thanks for doing no, that, I but I don't want to put my phone in my bed. Uh, Search Engine Land had this story about Google launching a new algorithm to better understand useful and timely information. So, featured snippets don't have to be new necessarily. I don't understand Good. this. It could just uh, be timely. Is if all you do is go with currency, then that's gameable, and it may not be the most important or most relevant right. thing. More accurate, so that's a good, good more choice. relevant, yeah. better than more recent. Yes. And I always use the the, the the tools when I use Google Search, which I haven't been lately, but when I, and I kind of miss, actually, no, it's built in the start page automatically. The tools that say, I only want to see results in last week, last year, oh. last five years. Mm-hmm. That's often useful cause if I'm searching for a bug or something like that. Google is going to add, I think this is a really good thing, automated uh, text-to-speech for emergency calls made via the Pixel. So... Often, when you make an emergency call, you can't speak. You're having a heart attack. You were shot. Um, you just fell over. And uh, That's awesome. So this the system is simple. When on an emergency call, the phone app will now offer three additional buttons. You don't have to say anything. Just press medical, fire, or police. Tapping the button will activate a text-to-speech feature that will read out a message informing the, opera- the operator that the caller is using an automated service oh. descri- describing the kind of help. So in this case... This is the text. You're being contacted by an automated voice service initiated by the caller. The caller may be unable to speak or hear. My location is, and the plus code for my location is, I require medical assistance. That's fantastic. God, what if they only give the plus code? I'm at 849-VCWC7 plus 8Q. Oh, thanks. (laughs) Is the plus code must be like three words where like it's... uh, like it is. Guess. It is like it's a GPS. So years ago, I had to call nine one one only once in my life. I had a conflict, um, and uh, with a contractor, and um, uh, but he left, and so I hung up the phone. 
Oh, they, co- they come they anyway, come, baby. They come, they come anyway. Yeah. Absolutely. They come anyway. Yeah. I didn't know that. And then uh, what is the other thing you're supposed to do uh, if the, the person is in the room with you? Pretend you're ordering a pizza and uh, the uh, operator knows, oh, he can't talk. And you order the oh, pizza uh, and you say, please deliver it to this address. Does that work? I did not. I don't I yeah, think I that was actually a thing. I think it's a thing. Maybe I maybe I dreamed it. No, I've heard some. Huh. I could have dreamed it, like but that. I think it's the case. You know what I dreamed last night? What? There'll be no paper on Mars. What? But there will be tardigrades on the moon. What about paper on <laughs> What about paper on the Mars? <laughs> I just realized there'll be no trees, there'll be no paper. Okay. That's so all. so Sorry. Fox News says Thanks Gutenberg. Fox News <laughs> yeah. says that pepperoni pizza 911 code is a myth. Oh. So yeah, I apologize. I think documents though of police or of pizza delivery people helping that's actually true like people like uh, in a hostage situation or like a, a dicey situation pizza people have called the police after delivering a pizza to a home and seeing someone in distress or mouthing things like call the police behind the person answering the door. So there there have been situations where that has actually happened. So maybe that's where that myth arises from. Uh, the LAPD posted this tweet uh, last year. The LAPD has seen this graphic circulating on social media channels. It's false. Text to 911 is a much better option. Your exact location and the nature of the emergency is what's needed to send the right resources. So what? Oh, I suspected if you called and went through, uh, can you send a pepperoni pizza? I think pizza? that would work. I think you'd figure it out, yeah. yeah. But anyway, I apologize for anyway. spreading uh, false news, fake news. <laughs> Shame on you. I think what Google's doing, though, is actually a great solution, right? It is. Just dial 911, press a button, you can put the phone down. It's faster than texting. I still think that really needs to be communicated to the the responders because you hear a robot talking in your ear. You're thinking, oh, what kid has done this now? That's true. You know. I'm sure Google's doing that. Yep. Google's Mm -hmm. advanced protection program can now block risky downloads also in Chrome. I thought Uh, you didn't need that in Chrome. Well, uh, 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 so this whole idea, and by the way, this is one reason using Gmail is a good idea. Gmail will filter out known ransomware and other threats from your email, will block it. Uh, but this is also uh, attackers are shifting their strategies, says Google, to threaten advanced protection users outside of email. Uh, so uh, Google announced the advanced protection program is coming to the G Suite and, I- and cloud accounts. Uh, as well as Chrome. Linked malware and drive-by downloads of the new threats with attackers trying to get users to unknowingly download harmful, harmful software into the devices. So you'll see, this is an example of what you might see on your screen. File.exe was blocked by advanced protection. Was the incognito update, was that last week? Or, yes, it in Chrome, it 76, Chrome 76. Yeah. Okay. So that was the issue of where you went to the New York Times in incognito, hoping to bypass the paywall, right. the New York Times would say, ah, you're in incognito <laughs> mode. You can't uh, can't use the Times. So now you can, which we shouldn't tell anybody because Jeff's going to be pissed off. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Mr. Jarvis. I subscribe to the Times. Me too. And the Post. And I do too. Street, I and, too. Bloomberg. And, Wire. and Wire. And Bloomberg. And- <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's our job. And by the way, we rely on these to make the show. So I think it's a fair trade. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right, let's uh, let's wrap her up. What do you say? Karsten. Oh, that's the Google change log. <laughs> Jeez. <sighs> there was a lot How more to talk about. Is. I didn't run out of... I, I mean, we didn't even come <laughs> close to going through those stories. Disney has announced its prices for Disney, the Disney streaming service. Um, <gasps> if anybody cares, if you want to get your Marvel movies, guess what? They won't be on Netflix. They won't be on HBO. You'll have to pay six ninety nine for Disney Plus, uh, which is less than Netflix. To be fair, that'll launch November twelfth. And there's a special version, a bundle for Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus that will be a a scant, a mere twelve dollars and ninety nine cents. Is that right? Yeah, twelve ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Stacy, do you have a pick of the week? <laughs> you met it when you said I did. prepare today. Uh, <laughs> I, I did have one. Let me remember what it her is. Her blood sugar is de- depleted. Come back to me. <laughs> depleted. How about you, Jeff Jarvis? The number of the week. There can be there can be no other number this week than thirty to fifty. Thirty to fifty. You mean the age group of women that I'll date? <laughs> no, uh, thirty to fifty. Uh, Oh, punch A A A! It's your job to punch Aunt, me now. Punch Leo, Don't please. worry, Lisa will punch me just fine when I get home. <laughs> Thirty to fifty feral hogs took over the world. That's this is why say. you need long guns and uh, bump stocks. Because what if you got to kill three to five 50? minutes? Thirty to fifty feral hogs what come you... into the playground. Now, in fact, there are issues in some areas with feral hogs, but it was just the I perfect. I live in one of those areas. Twitter meme. 30 to 50 and I have hogs. seen feral hogs, and they are not to be messed with. No, no. they're not. Even if, you have, even if you have an automatic <laughs> weapon, I would yeah, stay away true. from the feral hogs. Although those little feral hog babies, man, they look cute. Adorable. I couldn't find it again. I saw I saw a video of a feral hog trap. It was a phenomenal. I couldn't find the video. What's right wrong now. with feral hogs? They're just pigs with a little extra fur. With teeth. It was teeth. Well, if you don't oh, bug them, they won't thing. bug you. And okay. by, by the way, bullets don't stop feral hogs. You need a, one of them boar stickers. <laughs> Aunt, I'm not going to put you in the spot because you just didn't even know you were going to be on We, we dragged you into this. I yeah. found something. All right. Man, this guy's good. Well, and, and of course, it's just a plug to me, too. Okay. Because you know, I'm selfish. <laughs> even like better. Um, back in we're gonna June. We're going to call it Aunt Jitsu. <laughs> Of course. I, I believe it was back in June, the CTA invited me to CES Asia. And um, while I was there, I was able to cover the event and so Fun. forth. Fun. And I sat down with one of their executives, Miss Karen Chupka. And it wasn't an interview. I wanted to treat it like a conversation. And it was a really, really, really good time sitting down and talking to her about being with the CTA for 30 years. The Consumer Technology Association, is that yes. what that stands for? Yes, the people that do uh, CES. Right. And um, she's had this, she's been at the job for 30 years, and she's a female, and she's dealing with consumer technology and dealing with other cultures all around the world that look at things differently as far as, you know, gender rights, gender equality, and things of that nature. And she was really, really candid about that. Um as well as just talking about some of the old stories of, you know, CES of your registration days in the mail and oh, things getting the good lost. Old days. And, 
things you, like that. You, so where is that? We can find that? It's on Tech Republic right now. Nice. I put it in our, there it is. We got it up on yeah, the screen there. Good. Um, but yeah, Very it was a lot good. of fun. Good. She's, uh, she, she was fun to talk to and, you know, she believes in AI and still believes that it still has a ways to go. But the, the CTA is really pushing for equality. They've made about, I think it's about $10 million in investments for giving opportunities to minorities and, and women to get into entrepreneurship. Uh, the CTA itself has like 71% of its executive team is female. That's awesome. You know, it's just little stuff like that. That's it was, really it was a really, really cool conversation. So just hop over to, to that link and um, over on Tech Republic. Give that a read and uh, let me know your thoughts on it. it it's, I had nice. a lot of fun with that one. Very nice. Okay, I found my thing. All right. Her thing has emerged. I, I, I knew I had it. I just was like, what was it? Where'd my um, thing go? It is Camect. Camect? Which is Camect. You're like, what is this? What is it is that? an Indiegogo project that allows you to connect your smart home cameras, any a wide variety, including Nest, Arlo, Wise, etc. And you can basically link them all together. It's a it's a networked DVR that is Oh, this for is cool. all sorts of smart homes. So I don't have to yeah. pay that monthly fee to Nest. Exactly. Although there is a monthly fee to remotely access your feed for this. So I will be. say that. That always is um, going to be the case, I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're sending camera data from, but you could keep it all local on this drive right. if you wanted and not pay the fee. Um, and if you're on the same network, you'll still be able to see it. But this is an interesting device. It's supposed to ship in December. I don't know if it will, but I thought it's already met its goal. So. I thought this was actually really kind cool. of a neat yeah, I like it. product. So I think a lot of NASAs will let you do this too. I may be wrong. I don't know how hard there it is. are. A lot of them are not user friendly, and yeah. you have to have them with the right. Uh, they have to have the right like codecs and software, and this seems to do that part for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but you're not yeah. wrong. A lot of NASAs will do that for you. It's just not user friendly. Yeah. Yay! Yay, Stacy and her thing. Nice. Stacy Higginbotham is the host of Stacy on IoT with Kevin Tofel. Actually, Stacy on IoT is the is the website. The podcast this? is the IoT podcast with Kevin Tofel. <gasps> I had a scoop today and I didn't tell you about it. Oh, What's well. your scoop? Mm. Do we have to listen to the show to find out? No, I, I actually posted it on the site. There was Walmart is doing a program like Amazon Key, which we knew, but it has filed with the FCC for a wireless device that will be Walmart's hub in the smart home. Oh. And it will use that as a Z-Wave to Wi-Fi hub to open your garage door and nice. eventually probably a door lock. Nice. So there's a little hub. Ooh, so fancy. Very okay, nice scoop. It. I didn't mention that the uh, the FedEx folks have decided to cut all ties with uh, Amazon. Mm -hmm. they, uh, mm -hmm. They've now cut ground. They'd cut air a while ago. Mm -hmm. So uh, expect more of those nondescript sedans pulling up to your house <laughs> and throwing boxes out the window at you. Getting more blue trucks in, in the Charlotte area now. Yeah, finally. we've got a lot of prime trucks now. Finally. It used to be a lot of unmarked cars, but finally they're... Prime trucks, although a lot of people on Reddit say that they're the worst drivers ever. They are. They are. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you so much, Stacy. Thank you, Jeff Jarvis. He is professor of journalism at the Townite Center for Entrepreneurial Blah 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 at the City University of New York. He's also at buzzmachine.com and he's a beloved figure whose microphone has been muted. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> He's a beloved figure amongst all of us Twig listeners. Thanks, Jeff. When do you go home? Uh, Friday morning. Okay. Okay. Well, have fun in our neck of the woods. Good luck with those Facebook folk. And we will, we will see. Actually, I will not be here next Wednesday because I'm going to the podcast movement, the big podcast convention in Orlando next week. Uh, but we will have, I think Jason's going to host. Yeah. Jason. Yeah. Jason. We love Jason. Jason Howell. Be we love Jason. In the, in the chair. We'll move the table up a little bit for him because he's a, the giants. He's a tall guy. <laughs> the Giants. Speaking of Giants, we uh, are so glad to welcome Aunt Pruitt to the Twit family. Yay, Aunt. Ants and his family are great, and he will be a great addition. I can't wait to see the, the stuff you're going to do. And, of course, you'll see a lot of Ant. He'll probably be the first person to fill in on this show uh, <laughs> starting as soon as you get Actually, you're not even an employee yet. Since you actually start getting a paycheck, (laughs) Uh, but Aunt, uh, you've already got a house and Mm -hmm. uh, the family. uh, You're going to get in a U-Haul and drive out from uh, Charlotte. When Uh, we shall be here by the end of the month. Okay, I can't give you a number. Boys are signing up for high school and everything. We got them signed up this morning. Did you? Don't say which school. Oh, I'm not saying which school. Because they're good-looking boys, and you're going to have a lot of. They're going to get a lot of attention. <laughs> I tell you. Uh, so anyway, we're we're just so glad to have you as part of the. Thank family. you, thank, thank you, you for, for having us, us. and thanks for doing a quick jump in on the show. We appreciate yeah. it. Kind of like yeah, Bob thanks, Hope man. on uh, the Johnny Carson show. I, I think I was I more was like Voluntold. Though. Voluntold. That's what you were. <laughs> Oh, I am stealing that for my kids. Isn't that good? You have been voluntold for this show. Miss Lisa walks in the door. Hey, you're getting on Twig. Yeah, Miss Lisa told me. So thank you all for being here. It was all. It was a unanimous. It was a unanimous vote. Uh, We we all demanded more ant <laughs> if you like this show and you want to see more of it we do it every wednesday 1 30 pacific 4 30 eastern 20 30 utc right here at uh, twit.tv the live stream is twit.tv slash live chat room is irc.twit.tv and of course you can always get on demand versions of everything we do at our website twit.tv slash twig in this case and there's buttons there you see them right there you can subscribe in your favorite podcast application uh, and that's a good way to get the show that way you'll get it the minute it's available so they have it just in time for your Thursday commute. Thank you, everybody, for being here. We'll see you next time on This Week in Google. Bye-bye. <laughs>